Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. Welcome to Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Holly Fowler and David Flash Lithgow with you this morning, bringing you today's show from Hill Street in Longford, all thanks to Heart Sports Drinks. Fueling Tassie Sport on sale now and available at your favourite local store. How are you going, Flash? Good morning, Holly. What a cool time. It's a beautiful morning in Beautiful Longford. morning. It, it, it's typically uh, winterish up the north end of the state, um, yeah. as it is all around Tasmania this morning, but there's not a breath of wind. No. Beautiful, um, crisp air, sun's shining, well, stunning. What I think of Longford for me, as a Scottsdale person, mm. um, uh, a pretty ordinary Scottsdale footballer, I might <laughs> just confess, but <laughs> playing uh, footy for Scottsdale down at Longford, just down the road yeah, down right. there. Um, great memories, of course. Longford, what an incredible history they've got themselves with, with Tassie football in particular. You know, they're synonymous with these terrific sides, especially back in the 80s and mm. uh, the NTFA footy. They were, they were awesome. But it's a, g- a great little community. And, of course, we're only 15 minutes out of Launceston. Yeah. And, and the way Lonnie's grown the last few years, it's become almost a, a, a suburb um, nearly of Launceston, but just far away, I guess, to keep its country feel. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? It's, it's really nice. It's lovely. And we're excited. Obviously, we're here for the show this morning and then and then heading to the footy. Footy today. Yeah. She'll be good. It will be good. Speaking of footy, last night's game, Melbourne-Collingwood, absolutely unbelievable game. That was awesome. My gosh. It was <laughs> uh, quite incredible. And, and those pies just continue to defy the odds, win by I nothing. Um, what are they now? So they've moved up as of this morning to second on the ladder. With their 11th win in a row. That's a le- yeah, 11 And a in percentage a row. of 106. Bloody um, You'll never, I don't think you'll ever see that again in, in 100 years. Yeah. Their ability to win uh, these close games as they have and is quite They remarkable. like the pressure almost. It's like they do. It's almost coming like right down to the wires when they really switch on. It's awesome. It is. Absolutely. It's, it's like when they get to um, that arm wrestle at the end, they, they just feel really confident. Uh, bullish, if you like, that mm. they're, they're going to they're gonna get the job done. And they did it last night with um, such a weight of statistics against them. Mm. Um, I think the inside 50s were 63 or 4 to 41 in favour yeah. of the Demons. But what they do is they pressure so well. Uh, and some of their tackling in that last quarter was absolutely ferocious. And we got... Look, we have to now... Um, We've got to concede that they're a live chance to win the flag. I don't yeah. think there's any doubt about that, Holly. No doubt about it at all. And I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think there'll be a lot of uh, disappointed D's fans this morning. It's been been an up and down season for the D's. But anyway, um, 
we digress, but looking forward to, to seeing what happens. I reckon the Pies might be might be a chance for the flag this year. Well, you sort of look at their best players last night, um, and Clayton Oliver's had 42 possessions. Mm. Uh, Christian Petrarca's had 36 possessions, and their third mid midfielder, um, Jack Viney's had 30. And then Max Gorn, in terms of a, a purely a stats game, he's had one from the... The absolute top shelf. He's had mm. 31 touches, 10 marks, 27 hitouts. He had a, a fantasy game from the heavens. And so that, so there's their one, two, three, certainly with Oliver and Petrarca and Gorn. There's their best players who, in terms of the stats, they've had an all-time game. Mm. Um, but the pies, you know. It just wasn't the, enough. Well, it wasn't. And their ability to... Um, close games out. Nick Dacos is an absolute star. I, yep. I, he, he, I think he's now Super talking impressive. to very much so. Talking to a mate yesterday, Holly, and he, he, um, I think I'm going to have him in my All Australian team, which is, <laughs> which is amazing for a rookie like that to have that impact straight away. Yep. He's so clean with his hands. His foot skills are beautiful. His brother's going really well yep. as well, which, and. Look, they they are they're a force. Um, I, I feel like we've got a big four now, mm. um, officially. I feel like I'm not prepared to write Melbourne off. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I think with Melbourne, Geelong, mm-hmm. um, Collingwood, and the Swans, and, yep. and that that today really looks like mm. the big the big four. Now that's yep. sounds a bit obvious because they are actually the top four in the competition, but they really do feel like they've got the momentum yep. um, that. There, that's where the flag will come and from. And Collingwood have got the Swans next week, I believe. So that I'm it's pretty a sure. Game. Yeah, but that's going to be a, that's going to be a good one. Well, well, how the this is this is run now is because of course the Swans play the Kangaroos tomorrow. So mm-hmm. you would think that they will spank the Kangaroos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, Kangaroos fan here, but that's okay. And then <laughs> next week, um, Swans and Collingwood would almost be playing for second spot. Yep. Are on the ladder. Yeah. Um, so suddenly the Swans are in a good position too here, aren't mm. they? Because they're they've they've they're they're building at the right time. They've got no injuries. Collingwood are flying. Melbourne are faltering. Cats are purring at the top. Um, what a season! I tell you yeah. what, I, I'm not sure about you. I've loved everything about 2022. Yeah, and it's just been so. Uh, looking at, I can't remember the exact attendance last night at the G, but how good to just to see a packed out G fans, absolutely going ballistic off the back of you know when we we had all that time in COVID. It's just so good. Footy's really back now, and it's it's good to see 70, 70 and a bit thousand again last yeah, night. Okay. Traditional yep. rivals. Um, Tell you what, the Collingwood fans were loud, yeah. weren't they? You know, <laughs> as always, as always, absolutely. But, but they've got something to be loud about at the minute. They're, um, gosh, they're humming. Yep, really good stuff. We'll continue uh, this morning. We we always like to kick things off with the Tasmanian sports update for Harrison Agents, the Tasmanian real estate experts, and of course we need to chat about, um, you know, a big decision is going to be made this month, mid mid to end this month. No one knows the exact date of whether we're going to get this 19th license or not. Um, the bids, I guess, been a bit stalled over who's going to pay for it, what's yeah. going to happen there. Um, there's confidence now that a new vision for the stadium would broker the license for 2027 and beyond. And under new estimates, the venue would cost about $500 million as opposed to the initial investment of $750 million, which is interesting. It is interesting. So those figures have um, looked like they've changed a bit. They're, they're mm. sort of talking about some little alterations in what the cost of the retractable roof will be and how yeah. that's designed, etc. Well, it needs to have a roof. It does. 
Um, and I'm just going to be interested to see if this if this happens or not. It, look, yesterday on the program, um, we were very fortunate enough to have the great Peter Hudson on. Mm-hmm. Peter Hudson, of course, is going to have his um, uh, Legends jumper unveiled today yep. at York Park, which is terrific. And Amazing. Hutto's a little bit... Um, he's never, you know, he's never been that bang-down-the-door approach and, you know, Tassie football, mm. etc. But what what he, you know, his message was really clear that it would be really sad if it just didn't happen. You know, we're at that stage now where the momentum's built and we've certainly had some ups and downs in terms of the the momentum, mm. whether or whether it won't happen. Mm. Um, people still close to me, like Jack Revolt, he tells me every week, Flash, there's nothing to see here. We're, we're, it's going to happen. Um, yeah. There's argy-bargy, which happens in all business arrangements, but... Um, mm. Oh, look, it, it's, it, it we're, really we're getting feels, close. It's now or never. Like, if it, yep. if it doesn't get off the ground now, it's done. Well, I, I reckon. Yeah, it's, I, it I, feel, I, that's what it feels like to me yeah. anyway, that it needs to happen now. Or Tassie, I think, as a community, is just going to be like, well. So much energy has been put into the bid. Yeah. Um, with, the, with the Believe campaign, with the greats of Tassie football mm-hmm. that have really got behind things of recent times. What a times. great campaign. I need to go and have a look and see how many people have signed up. On the petition, but I'm oh, sure there's, there's plenty. No, there's, I think I saw those figures. It's like yeah. 60, 70,000 or something. If I you think. haven't signed up, go and do it. Go yep. to Believe well, Tasmania. Do you know what I haven't, actually? Flash. I'm hoping to, that we get enough work done here on SEN Tasmania <laughs> well, to promote right. the brand. But yeah, absolutely, get in and tick the boxes. And But it, it is coming down to D-Day. Um, it's almost like from week to week that... The, we're having stories coming out of Melbourne and, you know, Tom Brown Everyone's with a, with a bombshell and his old man, yeah. the Collingwood president, comes out and says this, this and this and then and it's died down again and then mm. it builds. Let's cross fingers because, you know, I think we need it. Yeah, agreed. Imagine <coughs> us down there, the new stadium. Oh. Be unbelievable. And it will really put, obviously, Tassie's already on the map, um, but really bring the state alive with tourism, jobs. Oh, my gosh. Um, it, would, it would be really, it would be unbelievable for a number of reasons. Do you know what, it, from a broadcasting perspective, um, you know, I've, I've just done a, a bit of sport now over the last sort of 11 or 12, 13 years mm. and been involved with the Jack Jumpers as a, mm. as a first year entity and seeing uh, Tasmanians gravitate to their own side finally yeah, not, awesome. not not North Melbourne or Hawthorne or or whatever that is mm. actually barracking for you know that we're Your all, own. We're, and we've been the green and gold haven't we not the green and gold of Australia but the green yeah. and gold of Tasmania <laughs> and the atmosphere and everything that generated was it's just in terms of my um, you know time doing this job I've never experienced anything like, quite like it so we now fast forward to an AFL team down at the docks, um, it's 2027, it's round 10, and Tassie have won four games and lost four or had Whatever the bye. It looks like, yeah. and, and they've got Collingwood coming here on the Friday <laughs> night, right? And we've got 24,000 stadium down there, and we're all walking down to the stadium. The restaurants are full, uh, the kids are coming to Barrack for their team or in their Tassie jumpers. Yeah. Um, it's something like if you actually allow yourself to think about it, Holly, it's, a, it's an awesome thought. Yeah. Um, and what what it can generate for Tasmanians as a whole, the dreams, the aspirations mm-hmm. that can give our kids um, going forward, it, 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 it let's just hope Some, it happens. Someone to aspire to. I mean, 
kids are going out in record numbers for basketball camps, oh. signing up, um, all because we can say because of the jack jumper. So it'd be unbelievable to see what it does for grassroots AFL and, and Auskick and all of those things in the state um, well, of well, kids getting involved. That's be great. exactly right. And, and I think that's a really... that we, we, We've now reached a bit of a loggerhead in, in Tasmania too with the Hurricanes, with cricket, mm. uh, footy, Tasmania, um, and then basketball. Basketball is purring. Yep. Like it's proper. You want to go down the coast, whether it's Burnie, Devonport, Launceston, uh, Penguin, Alveston, like traditional basketball heartland by the way yeah but so the talent coming out of there at the moment um is extraordinary we, we've, we've talked all year on 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 these programs and on fr- our friday morning program about the depth of quality of basketball is that yeah three tasmanians uh in the top seven or eight rotation of the, Tas- of the australian under 17s like yeah. that we've got we've got national slash world-class talent everywhere now in the midst of that footy again is just deciding whether they want to be here and whether even if the Tasmanian team happens Holly in five years time basketball have got this huge head start yeah 100% they do or, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and so uh, it's it's fascinating it's got to happen because you know you if you want to keep the game breathing down here at a, at a high level mm. yeah we need it Absolutely. Well, decision's only a couple of weeks away, so we'll wait and see what happens. We'll be back after a short break now, and we're going to get into, uh, of course, Eddie's book um, and everything that has come off the back of that. And uh, obviously Josh Jenkins coming out last night and speaking about his experience on, obviously, the infamous camp. Um, so we'll be back after this to, uh, to dive right into that. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Holly Fowler and David Lithgow here with you up in Longford for Heart Sports Drinks. Now, uh, we need to talk about this. Josh Jenkins has come out uh, yesterday on SEN, um, I know, and spoken about his personal experience on the camp, um, which he says has been four years in the making. Now, I could go on about it, but I think we should just hear from him um, a little clip of yesterday's interview so we can hear what he had to say. Things went from dumb to disgraceful. We sat under a tree and witnessed a man unknown to us go through this harness ritual. The reason why he was on the harness are up for conjecture, but I heard comments thrown his way, including some he offered himself about sexual misbehavior and womanizing. Following that person's harness ritual, I got up from under the tree we were all sitting under. I fronted Heath Uni and Don Pike and said, we lost a game of footy. We are all good people. This is rubbish. And I think we should all leave. Mm. After a heated conversation between me and camp coordinators and mostly to honor the greater good, I was convinced to stay and watch a few of my teammates go through the ritual first. The youngest member of group one went first. Each player was scolded with abuse and physicality so that they would be physically and emotionally worn out. 
This is where I'm happy to try and explain why some rituals were confronting for some and nothing to see here for others. In my view, the boys who had a more quote-unquote normal or traditional upbringing without any real trauma or tragedy in their lives had very little to be poked and prodded about apart from general back and forth about them being needing to be a better teammate, player, and person. Others, like me and Eddie and perhaps others, had experienced different things that were more raw when focused on, especially when we'd been assured, essentially promised, that nothing like this would be raised. I specifically asked for assurance pre-camp that nothing regarding my childhood would be raised or used on the camp to spur me on or to break me down. It is my belief that this promise was broken, and I'm not certain that I'll ever forgive the individuals involved for that. Nor am I sure anyone has ever truly taken responsibility for what went on and why it was allowed to happen. Wow. Yeah, look, it was, look, I, I, I yesterday, I listened to it all uh, unfold on Andy and Gazi's show mm. um, with real, you know, just disbelief in terms of mm. the effect that it, it certainly had on um, some of the individuals. I mean, I know you back in, I mean, you spent some time around some of these players in, a, in an earlier life and the, 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 the player managed. I mean, can you remember, you know, some, can you remember when it was happening and, and, what, and what were the discussions back then? I mean, we didn't know it, it wasn't, I guess spoken about to me personally no. of exactly the details of Any what details? happened. I think we knew that of like that something had gone down. Yes, because w- you had involved with Eddie Betts, of course. Yeah, yeah. We were. I was in part of Eddie's um, management team when we moved out from moved in from Adelaide um, back to Carlton, which was yes. obviously a really exciting time coming home, and the fans were were super pumped. But we, I mean, we knew something was happening. Um, and we knew something wasn't quite right. Exactly all the details um, to, uh, to me weren't weren't said, but um, we certainly knew that. Yeah, I think this day was was coming. Um, and I and Josh even said, you know, I prepared this four years ago because I knew that this day would come. And that, and that yeah, he so he he he's had his notes all there ready to go mm. because it was obviously. You know, such a um, traumatic experience for him. Um, he obviously packs up the tools. He's out of Adelaide and eventually gets to Geelong. His body obviously lets him down. And now he's, you know, he's immersed himself in a terrific career mm. with us here at SEN and mm. his media stuff. And But it was, it, what really struck me, it was such a um, thought out, um, extremely descriptive um, messages of, of stuff that feels really I just sort of think when you say, how does this happen? You know, how do you allow yourself to um, tap into the demons of some people? Because we're all different. It's been mm. clear that certainly some players mm. that um, went into it um, and probably with, with no or, or less emotional attachment, is that the right word, mm. really got through it unscathed. Mm. So we are all different in how these things happen. But yeah. I, I, I don't... I, you know the the indigenous community, um, Josh, with his upbringing, uh, and the, the the breaking of trust. He, he was very very clear, wasn't he, in his message about not wanting um, childhood 
um, things to be I mean, discussed. I mean, he, he grew up with no parents, remember? Yeah. So he grew up, and he grew up with a a non-biological grandparent. Yeah. Um, and as he says, he's, he's you know, he's really, uh, he loved his upbringing for what um, his grandmother gave him, but he grew up without folks and all yeah. the simple things that that gives him. And he talked about um, when he got his first when, jumper. Exactly, yeah. And he, and he didn't have anyone to come. And so... These vulnerable um, aspects that we all have, fragilities, that, that we're enabled to be tapped into and the microscope and the question, oh, it feels a bit sickening to It me. does. And I was talking about this the other day um, in the office flash. I was, I was chatting about this at work and that it, it's, their, it's their workplace and you, you always speak to a counsellor or a psychologist and you expect that it's going to be confidential without you even having to say it. But Josh has you know, specifically said, this doesn't affect me as a teammate or um, affect my performance in any way and I really don't want this to be um, disclosed uh, outside of this conversation, which you shouldn't have to say anyway no. when you speak to your counsellor. But I, w- I mean, I see a psychologist and imagine, imagine if my site come in and spoke to my boss or spoke to you and all my teammates and let them all know about my personal experiences like that's their workplace like it's just unbelievable to me that that information was leaked in the first place and and used against them to torment them on this camp like it's just unbelievable you know the fake guns conversation yeah you know the the march i mean asking to be called richmond um some of the some of the little incidentals that came out of Josh's, mm. and and clearly this is the thing too is that on several occasions uh, Josh went up and said enough yeah stop it yeah when that's and they talked him round he was continued uh, to be ignored with those requests um, in terms of the the management in the sporting organisation um, you actually there's elements of this where you're held against your you know, your wishes. Yeah. It's just, just, just basic human rights that oh, I've got, you know, strong question marks about how it happened. Oh, look, let's try and be the, let's try and be diplomatic and devil's out. Is there any elements of what the, what a collective minds? Mm, mm. Is there any elements of what they do beneficial? Uh, maybe. Uh, look, I'm not. Mm. I, I actually, no, I don't. I haven't tapped into what was it, Wolfgang and the crew, or yeah, you know, I, um, they call call him Wolfgang or something. So when I go onto the Collective Mind website and I look at the team, for example, it's run by Eamon Wolf, is the managing direc- director. I wonder if is it is it Wolfgang because his last name's Wolf. I don't know. Um, and then Derek Letty. Um, they've got a statement on their website about this and interestingly as well and you go through and you look at videos um, I mean Tex is I guess the poster boy for the Adelaide Crows mindset training on this and who's obviously come out and said well it didn't didn't really uh, you know affect me or I didn't come out of it he said it was you know uh, one of the best things he's done or I don't know exactly the quote but he was quite okay with the camp yeah that's right but even if you're okay with the camp um for your own personal experience, I would have thought you'd be disappointed about it based off the fact your teammates were so personally affected by it. Mm. So, to, so to sort of come out in defence of this camp, I feel as a teammate, is is pretty poor from them. Like, I don't know. That's just it, my... It, no, it's going to be really interesting to see the, the backdrop now, the wash-up of what happens uh, mm. with this... Um, Obviously, Mark Rusciuto's coming under fire again uh, with his role uh, on the board at Adelaide. Yeah. 
um, some of his previous statements and perhaps some would say lack of empathy. Very much for so, the whole, yeah. For the whole situation is... Just to kind of... Be, he's kind of just saying like, oh, well, you sort of got to get over it. It's four, four years ago. But it wasn't dealt with. Like I'm, it, I'm not sure if his position's like, tenable, yeah, to be yeah, frank, about yeah. it going forward. I, I don't know that he can... You, you see, life's interesting. And, and like, you'll have, you'll have 10 people against the wall, men and women, and... And Tex might be one of those blokes that, you know, pretty much not overly emotional and, and um, what's the words I'm looking for? He, he doesn't take stuff in too much and mm. he's not that deep in maybe in his thinking. So nothing, he's not affected by any of this. But then you're tapping into other people that have some uh, deeper scars, mental um, anguish from previous dealings in life and you, and you can see what the damage has been done. Mm. You know, um, so I, I'm not poo-pooing Texas. He's come out and said for him, tick, mm. tick, tick, sure. But that that can't be the uh, that can't be the message that across the board that this is how it was because clearly it wasn't. Mm. And I mean, we'll talk about Eddie's role in this later on. Um, the exclusion of the indigenous people. Um, I feel really sick about this. I, yeah. It just leaves a taste in your mouth, which is which is not good. And the morning after this harness ritual happened, the facilitators and the players all got together, and they the the players were spoken to um, to from the facilitators to lead the players in how to conduct themselves with their partners and friends if they're if they're asked questions about the camp. Yep. If something fishy's not going on, why would you even have to have that conversation? Mm. You know what I mean? Like they, I do. It feels so calculated and it feels just so gross. Like all of it gross. is just... It's a good word. Ugh. It, you know, the, and you, you sort of wind it back in terms of Adelaide that year, of course, that the death of Phil Walsh, you know, and mm. how the Adelaide Football Club dealt with that at the time. It, 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 look, it seemed terrific. You know, they did a tremendous job. Um... They went into the grand final that year as favourites yeah. to win the premiership. They had an amazing 2017, and and looking back and reflecting on it, it was it was an outstanding effort from the Adelaide Footy Club to get themselves into a position that they were favourites on grand final day. Mm. No mean feat to play in an AFL grand final. It's so darn hard to do it. Mm. Um, so, in terms of where they were tracking, they were just in such a great position. And now. To, to, to think that a camp like this is going to take you to the next level or get you over one bad game of footy, you know, you could play a grand final ten times against the same teams and maybe, and even if you've got a better team, one team will win three or four times, the other team will win six or seven times. It is just the better on the day. The ball yeah. bounces that way. Josh himself had a poor game, and he talks mm. about that. He uh, Let's call a spade a spade. You know, Josh's individual game was... Um, Really poor. He had probably one of the worst games of his career. Mm. But so, that's okay. Yeah. Well, like whatever. <laughs> we all we all don't perform sometimes on the big yeah. stage and we get beat. So for them to uh, look, they're so it's just it's so bad. Anyway. Yep. He, and the sad part about this before um, we'll go to a break and we'll keep chatting about I guess Eddie and Eddie's um, side to this story. Yes. But he, I feel bad for Josh because he's left the Crows labelled as very problematic. Um, an argument starter, oh labelled even in the media as, as cancerous. Yep. Um, and I like what he said yesterday. The only thing cancerous about this situation is is this camp and what's gone on. And it, he couldn't be he, more He right. had the courage. He had the courage to put his hand up and said, what the bloody hell's going on here? Yeah. 
They're like, and he must have taken a lot of guts I to think do that. So. And I and I just just as we wrap up with Josh Jenkins, and I think for him, the courage. I don't know Josh, um, but I know um, I've got some friends of mine that are friends of Josh's, and, and they mm. value him really highly. But enormous amount of um, courage from his perspective to go into the depths of where he's done, put it out there on the platform, which is us here at SEN, and. Um, well done. Yeah. Well done, mate. And I, and I hope for him that really is a nice, you can turn the page now. And Certainly um, looking at the footage in the studio, it seems as though it, it might have felt like a weight had sort of been lifted off yes. of him. Yes, yeah, he, he said, said that, it's didn't a, he? Yeah, he said it's a good day because I'm telling the truth, but it, it's a bad day that we're even here and yep. he's, he's, he's couldn't be more right. How um, did we get here? Exactly right. We'll be back after a short break and we'll unpack, I guess, yeah, Eddie's side of this and, and uh, so much to talk about. But uh, we'll be back shortly. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Holly Fowler and David Lithgow with you here this morning up in Longford. Uh, we're here with Hill Street, out the front of Hill Street for Heart Sports Drinks. Um, it's a beautiful morning, but, um, yeah, I don't know. The, the news this week just feels like I'm so glad that um, that Josh come out and, and spoke about his experience, but it just, oh, it, it really does make my skin crawl, like, to talk about this. And I know um, it's, I'm so glad that the conversation is finally being had. Um, but yeah, it, it does feel like that it that it was it was always going to happen. And obviously, Eddie's released his book, The Boy from Boomerang Crescent, which includes a chapter on the 2018 Crows preseason camp um, and goes into details about his his personal experience. Let, let's. Uh, what I'm really keen to do is um, your experiences with Eddie and the family mm. um, in terms of I'll break it down from your perspective as what sort of guy. Is Eddie Betts and you, oh you know? Oh my God! My experiences with Eddie and um, his wife Anna were always tremendous. I loved um, my time working with them. Anna was very much hands-on, um, and I, I probably spoke to Anna even more so than Eddie because this time Eddie was playing, and um, and you know uh, um, Anna was taking care of a lot of. A lot of stuff, and, and spoke with her almost daily for for a period there. And what an amazing, um, an incredible family. And I say this because I could see how much Eddie took the younger guys in his team under his wing. Um, you know, it's just a, a beautiful family. I saw, I you know, I saw messages, um, and I heard about messages that Eddie would receive, racist messages on um, Instagram oh all the time. What, all these what? things that went on for this family, but they're so resilient and so um, true to themselves and brave. I, I couldn't say a bad word about about either of them. It's just they're a, they're a gorgeous, gorgeous family. And oh, you know, it's I, just this, devastating. I don't know how. I've, let's be really frank about this. I, I don't know how in 2022 that um, us as, you know, Australians, what have you, still find people that want to be critical of uh, Indigenous people and say, oh, it's like it, it makes my head hurt more, just about more than anything on this earth, that we still get morons mm. that um, make insults about and they're based on 
other people's skin colours. This happened like, just recently as well with Port, didn't it? With the Port game or some, well, someone was on Twitter about it. Like they should be banned for life. I and Saad from, from disgusting. Carlton, of course, when he was um, called a terrorist. Yes. I mean, what? what? Yeah. yeah. You know, what What are we... Look, let's not, let's not get into politics yeah. too much. It's not the show for us. But, you know, it's really driven from, you know, these hard right-wing... Mm. nutters that mm. that cause divisions mm. um i don't yeah. i just don't know how that happens the thing what i was really interested with josh jenkins is when there was the conversations about excluding the aboriginal yeah. guys in the team and he's, you know, he thought how could you even consider, consider that, that? It, it shouldn't even be a conversation but obviously eddie describes the anxiety and anger he felt off the back of the camp um your personal details about his upbringing were revealed. He was tormented, basically. Um, his players were fed... In, uh, the p- teammates were fed information about this. The facilitators basically tormenting him with, you're going to be a, a shit dad because um, of... You, you, oh, like, it's cause just... Because he was just raised by his mother like, alone. Like, what? what are, uh, Where do you think the life improvement's coming out of you? Of some, If you're teaching or a coach or a... Where do you think that... Um, life's getting better by making those yeah. sort of statements. Uh, well, where, where's the improvement going to happen by... I, uh, it's it's just, a game it's of footy. Like, what, what's wrong with you people? Like, they, you know, Brett Jeeves summed it up really well yesterday. He, and he'd done several camps. Uh, not nothing like this, of course. And no. nothing that, where you're getting these mental um, um, tests, if you want. Um, if that's, that's not probably the right word, but I think mm. you know what I mean. They're, they're just rubbish. Like, what do you... I, I actually don't understand the, the whole no. principle of it. Um, we understand high-level sport. We understand the stakes. We understand the money involved. We understand um, the nature and the ability for us to want to get the best out of our team, our organisation. Absolutely. Mm. And we and we do whatever it takes. But, look, maybe this is, maybe this is a, a real fork in the road moment, Holly, there, where just... Any this sort of stuff and these sorts of um, organisations, what have you, they really get derailed. Yeah, I mean, for the AFLPA, the club, all of this to to come out and say, oh, we didn't know some of these details. Well, it seems like that's a load of garbage, really, to me, because Eddie frequently says, and so does Josh, that they stood up and tried to tell the truth, but it was just swept under the rug. No one wanted to hear about it. Um, I wonder what sort of thing will happen. I mean, I think the Age tried to report on on something back in the time and then they got into trouble with this group collective Sam mind. McClure, Sam McClure was the one. He, yeah. He, and he he got absolutely whacked pillar to post. And even up mm. until this week there is people that have suggested um, you know, get over it. Eddie's making money off his book and and um, you know, move on. No. I'm going to move on. Well, he never even got to tell his story in well, the first he, place absolutely. until now. I wonder what sort, where this leaves. What's the consequence of this? Is there some? I know there's talks now of it. Is it maybe room for a class action? Uh, I mean, That's someone right. they, they it, people need to be held held accountable for this and made a, an example out of it because it's just. It's and, I, and I think that's I think that's exactly that. They're the questions now, aren't they? The mm. questions are really going to happen. Are going to be asked um, about uh, moving forward. Um, does money become involved? Do, mm. Does lawsuits um, hit the agenda? Um, what people are gonna, 
more lose their jobs. Again, Mark Rusciuto, I just... He's had the, always had this huge conflict with his role at Adelaide and Fox, etc. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's it, there's so much to this that's so wrong. I mean, we spoke just before, um, and we'll, we'll wrap this up. But you spoke just before about um, about how the boys had come out, um, how Tex had come out, didn't have a problem um, with it, for example, um, and. See, I, I, I love watching Tex play footy, but I see a lot of issues in that as well. And I think, um, and Kane spoke about this um, for Rory and and Tex to come out and, and basically just say, well, they didn't have a problem with it when two of their, their teammates are, are hurting. feels so wrong to me as well as teammates and mates. And like, you just, I, I th- that's fine. You could say, okay, well, personally, my experience, I wasn't affected, but it affects me that my mates were um, I think that should have been um, more of a point from them, and I think it's 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 pretty poor that they didn't yep. they didn't state it like that. And it really disappoints me. It actually turns me off, Tex, and which is such a shame. And I I don't even I don't not that he probably cares about my opinion, but I just think it's so poor. No, it's so I've, poor. I know, I've uh, had a little bit to do with him. Great dude. I enjoy. I like him mm. a lot. Um, and, and look, I, I do respect the, the sense that for him it was nothing to see. And that's okay. Then, but the, the questions then are asked, is it his job? Uh, and, and I think elements of it that absolutely it was, for sure. As a How, person, but, but, you just stand up for it, right? Yeah, but look, who, who in the club was actually digging deeper after this? Like, who, who mm. was asking the right questions? Um, who was responsible for this? Um, mm. Wow. Yep. Oh, too much to it. But we'll go to a short break. After that, we'll uh, lift the spirits a little bit and we're going to play my favourite game, Hot or Not, after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app, this is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. On Saturdays in Tassie, hot or not. Of course, we've got to play hot on our, our favourite game um, for Heart Sports Drinks. Heart Sports Drinks, fueling Tassie Sport on sale can now. I just say, and a, oh. Can I just say, <laughs> I, I, have, uh, I have cracked my first uh, Heart Sports no what sugar black currant. Absolutely magnificent. Now, my partner Sarah would say I've probably spent too much money on sports drinks over the years, but that's another conversation. Guess what? Okay. I'm heading straight to, to the local product. That is absolutely magnificent. I yeah, do mean that. Yeah, they're good, aren't they? They're really good. I'm going to take one because we're uh, we're obviously at the footy footy today. Two. I'll be taking no, one for I'm the road. Two. I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there's, there's plenty here, but um, yes, Heart Sports Drinks fueling Tassie Sport on sale now and available at your favourite local store. Now, before we get into it, you've seen something pop up um, on Twitter about Bryce. Gibbs, yeah, huge news here. Our uh, very own. He's uh, on Saturdays out in SA. Yeah, well, Bryce Gibbs uh, at half past eight this morning on SEN. Uh, 1629 in Adelaide mm-hmm. um, is coming up to give his uh, story around the Crows camp, mm-hmm. what it was. So the mm-hmm. Blues champ, of course, 
uh, went over to Adelaide, um, so he was involved in it. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely must see or must listen radio to see what happens there as this fallout continues to happen. Mm. Amazing. Mm. I'm just so glad that these they're coming out and, and telling their their truth. Finally, I mean, long time coming, and I'm just yeah so glad that they can they can have that, and I guess um, that allows their their healing process to be able to to move forward um, hopefully from this but uh, yep. just terrible absolutely hot or not Isaac White he's uh, he's joining us shortly on the show but Isaac White joining the Jack Jumpers hot or not uh, no that's a hot absolutely he, yeah that's a hot I, I've followed this kid's career but he's not a kid now he's nearly 23 mm. 24 um, he's 24 just turned 24 6 or 7 weeks ago um, he's good you know, he's a he's a ball handling mm. uh, one-two. In that, for people that don't sort of know what that means, a sort of a combo guard almost. Yeah. Point guard, shooting guard. Um, he's a streaky shooter. Mm. Um, he went to college at Stanford. We're going to talk to him. They needed this because, obviously, with Clint Steindl missing time, like he could mm. miss a couple of months now. They needed to get a somebody in who can yep. make some buckets. And yeah, he look looking forward to talking to him. Yeah, it's awesome. it'll be a good chat. Uh, Isaac Rankin to go to the Crows, hot or not? Hot. Mm. I mm. think that is absolutely hot as a pistol. And, and I've look, I've got to say here, Gold Coast, they need to make a stand mm-hmm. um, because they cannot they can't afford, afford to lose him. No, they've lost so many yeah. great players to, as they've entered their prime. You mm. know, let's think of Stephen May, uh, Tom Lynch, um, yep. all high draft picks, which already stars and, and flew the coop. Mm. Um, I, they've got a... Isaac Rankin is uh, having an awesome year. I can't wait to see him play footy today. Yep, me too. It'll be, it'll be a good one. Uh, Alistair Clarkson to join North Melbourne. Hot or not? Oh, it's hot. Yeah. It's damn hot. Yeah. It's... Um, I, I can't believe... I didn't think it would happen. I've got a couple of North Melbourne fans... Uh, mates of mine that mm. you know a month ago. And I what said, did Maddie say? Did Maddie have much to say about it? Didn't ask. N- I didn't haven't asked many about it. But mm. other mates of mine. Good morning, Jeremy Smith. This morning, Lindisfarne. Mm. I said no chance. I'm a, I said why would our Clarkson want to go there? Well, of course mm. he played most of his AFL football there. Um, mm. That's a great coup for Northville. Where does that leave him with his role in Tassie? Mm. Well, see, I I'm thought sure. maybe he would he would hold out and be part of the, you know, if we get our team part of that sort yes. of stuff somewhere. But mm, yeah, maybe maybe yep. he's going to join North. Yep. We'll see. Uh, hot or not, Collingwood to win the flag, or Holling- they can win the flag. Oh, yeah, that's hot as well. I, I mean, not so. this morning. They're they're in that conversation now. Like we talked about it before. Mm. I think there's four standout teams, and they're in that mix somewhere. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's undeniable. They've won 11 games. They keep winning by nothing, but yep. they get the job done. They close, mm. don't they? They close the deal. Yep. Um, yeah, that's that's a hot. Mm. Who, If you could tip right now who you think is going to be uh, minor uh, premiers, premiers, who would you pick? Minor would you premiers pick? is going to be Geelong. Um, I, I thought at the start of the year, I'm very much on record with um, Jack and Flash, mm. that I thought before the season started... There was two teams that can win it, and I got laughed at. But I said, Melbourne are clear favourites. Mm. And I said, I think the only team that can beat them is the Swans. Now I'm a Swans sport, so let's get that yes, out there. Yes, okay. At, um, <laughs> Not by a, And I must say, I wavered a bit with the Swans mid-season about whether they're just a far away. I think 
Uh, I think the Swans are going to win the flag, actually. And maybe there's a little bit, little bit of cheerleading coming from me, okay. I'll, and I'll cop that. But um, <laughs> they, Hey, they're, they're every chance. They're playing some unbelievable footy chance. at the moment. They're every so. chance. It'll be a good one next week, Collingwood, uh, Collingwood, Sydney. We'll go to a short break now, and we'll be back. Uh, we're going to chat to Isaac White soon. So excited to chat with him. Uh, we'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 Holly Fowler and David Lithgow here with you this morning. Now, Swan's man in the room. What's happening uh, with Buddy? Is he going to Brisbane Ooh, or what? Well, what a, what? That, that just appears garbage, doesn't it? That yeah. just a, a really a misfire. Um, look, no doubt. There's always argy-bargy with yeah, these situations course. and you can never really, you know, one, one party's trying to squeeze another 50 or 100 or whatever <laughs> it is. And, yeah. But no, according to off Andy Ma yesterday on the, the afternoon program, mm. um, that's uh, that's not happening. He'll be re-signed with the Swans. Love to hear some texts come through. I've just actually had one come through here mm. from Mick from Woodview. And Mick's saying, the, the, the whole incident all happened five years ago. Why has it taken so long for mm. this to come out? Thanks for your text, Mick. Well, my answer to that is, is these are these are deep scars, mm. you know, and it's really it's it's taken a long time because it's there's been some real personal intervention here, which hasn't been hasn't been great. Mm. It's taken uh, a long time too because it was ignored, right? They, um, you know, Josh Jenkins said yesterday, we went to the integrity office at the AFL. I met with a man and a woman in a hotel in Melbourne and put it this way, I wasn't feeling great about it and it went nowhere. Yep. Um, so it was, it, they did try to talk about it, you know. Yes. It, it tried to be spoken about four, five years ago. Yep. But it wasn't taken seriously, which yep. is just so disgusting yes. that it wasn't. And so to answer your question, yeah. that would be half the reason too. Yep. I mean, they tried to speak about they it. Did. And no one was interested. Right, correct. So That's right. It's um, and, and look, as we just mentioned before the break, Bryce Gibbs, um, you know, uh, gosh, mm. he, let's see what happens there because that's mm. maybe more mm. revelations coming up. Really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go to a short break now. And after the news, we're going to be chatting with Isaac White, uh, new well Jeff done. Jumpers recruit. Can't wait. We'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Holly Fowler and David Lithgow with you here this morning. Kindly joined by Isaac White, our newest Jack Jumpers recruit. Welcome to the show, Isaac. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We are so excited that uh, you're going to be part of the Ant Army this year and, and how excited are you to, to be joining the team? And uh, we, we obviously saw you down. Uh, you were at My State Bank, I believe, um, getting some, some photos and whatnot <laughs> a couple of days ago. Uh, how are you feeling about it all? Yeah, I'm feeling super excited. Obviously, uh, you know, it's happened quite quickly and I've only kind of just got in. Um, and there's a lot to sort out, housing and stuff like that. But um, super excited for the basketball, and I've already had a couple of days on the court, so it's been great so far. 
Isaac, thanks for joining us, mate. It's great that you can spend some time with us this morning. I, I want to know about you. I sort of certainly followed your career as a college basketball uh, lover um, and your time at Stanford. I want to talk about yep. your time at Illawarra and that guard rotation. Um, not only yourself, and I've often watched um, Emmett Nah, who I was such a huge fan of St Mary's, of course, and you know he was a, in the top three national assists at the one stage in Div 1 basketball in America. And a bit like you, you, you sort of you found it really hard to tap into the rotation. It was a very much a guard-heavy organisation you've been at the last couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Um, last year in particular, I mean, my first year, I kind of, the back end of the year, I kind of cracked into the rotation and then come finals time, I was playing like, you know, a good 20 minutes or so. Last year was a little bit different just because I guess from the import um, situation, we had three guard imports and then our next star um, was basically an import guard as well. So, you know, having four import guards um, in the rotation that kind of beat out for minutes is, is always going to be tough. Um, and unfortunately for Emma and I, um, that was kind of our reality for, for most of the year. But at the same time, you know, that's the business we're in. Um, there's a reason why imports um, are allowed in the NBL and they certainly attract a lot of attention and stuff like that. So, you know, you can't really hate the rule or, or hate the situation. You've got to go on to the next job. And, and I guess um, from the back of that, for you, um, you you must be really thinking this is a, an opportunity that I can grab with both hands and really kickstart your, your MBL and your professional career in Australia again. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, obviously this group um, in Tasmania has something special about them. I think last year's results show that. Um, I think what I'm most excited about is that you know I think I fit the mould for the guys who've been successful here so far. I think I you know I play the same sort of way, um, and my skill sets obviously um, with Clint out something that's needed. So yeah, I'm excited for what's to come. Um, but at the same time, like the communication's been very clear. Um, that nothing's going to be promised. And so if I can earn my opportunity, um, I think that'll be really good. Um, but there's a lot of work to do. Well, we can't wait to see how you go this season. And, and you've obviously played and experienced the crowd and how passionate um, Tasmanian fans are about the Jack Jumpers. How excited are you to be a part of all of that action as well? Because I think uh, can definitely, you know, we were down there in the, in the first season and how successful it was last year. And Tasmanians were just so pumped and wrapped their arms around our players, of course. Um, you must feel pretty, pretty pumped about that. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Um, I've said it a bunch of times, but playing at my state um, last year was awesome. One of one of the highlights for me, really, because you know the atmosphere was just electric. And uh, ever since I've kind of taken basketball seriously, I've been a kind of guy who, who loves to play in front of bigger crowds, and um, that kind of uh, fuels me a bit. So I'm pumped. It looks like we've kind of sold out every game for this year too, which is an amazing achievement. And uh, you know that's all you can ask for as a player. So yeah, I can't wait for that. Just explain to the to the listeners about your game style, and, and you talked about um, obviously you're a you know you're a combo guard that, that shoots the ball, and, and you'll live and die by that a bit. But you you do appear from the times I've seen to have a real grit and grind about you a little bit. Do you feel like that, that that's a style that 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 really suits you, and that's going to complement the team? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it, um, you know, the, the goal is to play a way that you can complement any team, really. Um, and so as I've gone up the up the ranks, I guess, in my professional career, um, and, and as now I'm, you know, fighting to find a job um, each season, I, I've thought about what can separate me. Um, and so what I'm hanging my hat on is, yeah, obviously being skillful and shooting the ball, but playing with a, with a certain energy that some guys can't um, kind of compete with and, and just playing harder than guys. Like, so far, I haven't been someone to start or play 30 minutes a game, and so I can really afford to sell out when I'm on the floor and, and use up all my energy and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely excited to just guard the ball in the full court, um, play physical, play hard, um, then hopefully knock down some shots. So that's, that's probably what um, the fans should be looking forward to seeing. And, and that, that, that scrappy nature, it's almost become a bit um, symbolic of, of the jack jumpers. Tell us about your early interactions with Scott Roth. Um, what sort of coach and what sort of feel as a player do you think um, he's going to help you going forward? Yeah, I think uh, obviously it's super early in the piece for me. Um, I've only been around him a couple of days, but, but so far I've certainly loved the, the vibe of, all, of it all. Um, the first thing he kind of talks about is, you know, work rate, um, you know, fitting the team um, and stuff like that. And, you know, I consider myself to be quite a team guy, good teammate and stuff like that, and also someone who's always, you know, worked particularly hard. So um, we're talking to Scott. Um, I think right now it's just showing my value um, on both ends of the floor at practice and earning trust that way. But at the same time, like, doing all the little things on the day-to-day -day to kind of um, show what type of guy I am um, and how I can be trusted um, come game time. Absolutely, Isaac. We can't wait to watch you. We'll be there cheering you on, um, no doubt. Thank you so much for joining the show and uh, we look forward to seeing you down at My State Bank. I believe the first home game is October 3rd. I know, it's happening. Flash, it's coming around uh, very, very quickly. Dar Darwin first, of course, Isaac too, for the, mm. to get a bit of a feel for the team. Yeah, yeah, a bit of travel. That's exciting though. Yep, that'll good. be a good one to kick it off. But can't wait. First home game, October 3rd. Thank you very much, Isaac. We'll, uh, we'll be cheering you on, mate. Best of luck. Love to hear it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. We'll be back shortly after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app, this is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 Holly Fowler and David Lithgow here with you this morning. Uh, we're here at Heart Sports Drinks, Fueling Tassie Sport in Longford. Um, we're in a little shopping centre. It's good. That yeah, it's right busy. in front of the Hill Street. It is busy. Plenty of people coming through here getting their, their morning coffees to keep them warm. It's pretty bloody cold out there, I yeah, tell you what. It's a little bit fresh. I, I, I probably over, overdid it about the be beautiful weather, um, but still <laughs> bloody it cold. It looks beautiful. But it's lovely. It is, a no <laughs> it is a lovely day and it's really interesting to... It's great to be here in Longford. Um, yeah, it, it's a it's a ripper little community. Um, of course, Longford Meatworks is synonymous with everything. If you ever bought good steak down the road, yeah, they're right. not a, It's you know they've got these parts of history too around here. The farms around here are, are absolutely iconic in terms yeah. of you know beautiful buildings and 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 there's a modern part of Longford as well now, which is. 
which is really cool. So, yeah. and, and again, we, like I talked to, touched on before, but Launceston, like everywhere in Tasmania, is growing so much. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the new builds around here, as we're only 15, 17, 18 minutes out of Lonnie, um, are everywhere. It's a vibrant little community, Holly. Yep, absolutely. Now, we spoke just before, because I yes. was asking you about Buddy being yes. the Swans man in the room. Now I'm reading that he's still undecided. He's put... Apparently so, he's put contract talks on hold now. What's going on? He has. So, and I think that's a good idea. His manager, Adam Finch, has made a statement. At this stage, conversations have paused around my contract so I can put my full focus on playing footy. No further comment will be made until the season is done and I've decided my future. Mm. I'm still undecided and need some time after the season to make a family decision whether I continue to play next year. Mm, so okay. I think that's a good idea. I, yep, I think, you know, enough. because let's let's be clear about this from the Swans' perspective. You, you don't want this scuttlebutt. You, you've got a flag to try and win. Mm. You know, yep. we're, not, we're not talking about a team that's, you know, 7 and seven and 12 and not going to play finals or whatever. Mm. This, is a, this is a live it's opportunity. Like, let's and go through this first and then look at that a bit later. <laughs> it's, look, it's been, it's been an incredible um, journey. Of, of course, when Lance signed at Sydney nine years ago, he, mm. the criticisms from right across the board about um, who in their right mind could do a nine-year contract, I mean, absolute craziness. Well, mm. they haven't got the ultimate glory at Sydney yet, two losing grand finals, of course, in 2014-16. But Franklin has been absolutely all-worldly for the Swans. Two years ago, his body really looked like it was starting to let him down, but now he now he's almost morphed into a... It's, he's just like a, a, a really good role player in that team. Yeah. But I still think, come September in a big final, mm. Lance Franklin can win you a game. He can win you... Oh, yeah, 100%. He can win you a premiership. And But, of course, from the Sydney perspective... Um, you, you can't throw him the world anymore. He's not the 26-year-old no. peak Lance Franklin. You, and you've got to consider um, some of the young tall forwards. They've got Joel Marty mm. out of contract. Uh, the um, Big McLean, who's a, who's a real talent out of contract. And Logan McDonald's there as well. Mm. They're such a young team. That path for the Sydney in the next few years looks really healthy. Yeah. You can't pay Lance Franklin 800 grand and ruin your salary cap. Mm. No. That's the reality. Yeah, so you're not wrong. It's yeah. it, it's an interesting one. Um, he's not going to get, but you know, then we, we touched on our Clarkson before. Mm. He's gonna, you know, they're talking one point five, one point six million a year for him. Yeah, it's probably worth it. Yeah. I mean, what else is North Melbourne going to do? Yeah, mate, we're at a well, bloody loss. Well, at you the and your partner, P City, um, big North Melbourne people, of course. Yeah, um, North fans. Um, yeah, it's it's just been sad to watch North. Um, the players, the group look so defeated, and it's just yeah, it's it's hard to watch. They need to, they need a shake up. So I, I'm excited at the prospect of of Clarko joining, um, possibly joining North. Who knows? I thought he might have been holding out to see if he'd get a, a spot at the in, in the North team, or um, I mean, not in the North team, in the Tassie team. Should we get up? Um, the problem is, I think the, where the issue is there at 2022, we're four or five years away from that being um, reality. Uh, so the, the the issue there is that, you know, he's got plenty of his working life in between to do. So, mm. look, he, he's going to be, he'll get North Melbourne rolling. Um, 
He'll be pretty frank and blunt about the way he coaches, like he always has. I think it's a good fit. He's a North Melbourne person. Mm. Um, fascinating to see what happens. Absolutely. Now, this has just come in. We spoke um, that Bryce Gibbs is on air. He does Saturdays um, in SC, uh, on SEN in SA. Uh, a quote has come out now about his uh, experience with the, uh, the infamous... Uh, pre-season camp he says we were brainwashed into a state of mind not to stop what we were witnessing on the harness was bizarre and hard to watch the most disappointing thing for me was post-camp when guys began to speak up I feel disappointed because I took a back seat and it fractured us well yeah look it's um jeepers yeah Yeah. it's really um this is brutal now um it's going to you know, I've already looked at some of the comments before when said bright and people were saying, "Move on, get over it." Uh, what, 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 <laughs> like, come on, like this is what a dumb comment that is. It seriously, is. I, I, this is yeah. So right as we speak now, um, the former Carlton star and South Australian, of course, went over to Adelaide to tell him his career didn't quite work out as uh, he would have liked um, mm. his time at the Crows at the end of his career. But more revelations. There, there's lots of them. Ollie, it's starting to become a, a, mm, a wheel-out by-the-day yeah. scenario. And geez, I think, you know, stuff's going to happen from this. Something's got to, yeah, something's got to happen. We'll, yeah, obviously, uh, we will, we'll report back to you with more of um, what we get at what Bryce says. But, yeah, do go back, have a, have a listen to Josh Jenkins' interview if you, if you haven't heard it already. Oh, I think it's must um, I think from yeah, yesterday. Yeah. You've got to, you really have to listen to this and it needs to be taken um taken uh, seriously does uh, it deserves for something for something to happen and, and to, to find a resolution for these players that have have been um, have been so damaged by by what's gone on the quotes um, are just going to come through now um, by the minute here from Bryce Gibbs and mm, yeah. we're very fortunate here at SEN now to have um, some 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 in in-house if you like um, stuff with Jenkins Josh obviously up uh, Doing his work at SEN and Bryce Gibbs, yeah. who's been a great acquisition to the to our South Australian arm, um, and very much players that were in the coalface mm. at the time. And mm. gosh, it's just gonna it's just gonna keep rolling um, on and on here. And and as I've said a couple of times, that what the fallback and the backlash um, yeah. going forward is going to be absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it really will be. We'll go to a short break now, um, but we'll be back after this. I'm sure we'll have some more um, comments gone through for as, as Gibbs continues speaking on, on SENSA, but we'll take a short break and we'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app, this is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Holly Fowler and David Lithgow here with you this morning up in Longford. Beautiful day out there. A bit chilly. Sun's out though. Fo- a big day of footy here in in, uh, in the north of the state today. Looking forward to it. Uh, we need to chat about uh, this round. So obviously uh, Collingwood and um, Dees last night. Absolutely magnificent game. Uh, we're in round 21. Can you believe it? Two more rounds after Amazing. this. It's gone so quickly. Yep. Uh, now, who have you got today uh, for Hawks and, and the Gold Coast Suns? What um, do you think? Look, that's, yeah, look, that's... I that's, reckon it might be a close one. Yeah, a good... Look, I'm, I'm really fascinated by the game because mm. it's, you know, the Hawks have had a... I think the Hawks have had a terrific year. The, I know they're 13th on the ladder. Um, they've only won... What have they won? Seven games. But they've just unearthed some... They've unearthed some real talent. Um, and... 
you know, they're, they're clearly in a position that uh, it's a little, uh, it's a semi-rebuild, if you want. I mean, a rebuild, mm. a lot of clubs, of course, they think that's a little bit fantasy. I remember Paul Ruse, I reckon it was 15 years ago, and he said, as a Swans coach, he said, we don't believe in rebuilds. I mean, what's a rebuild? Mm. Um, and I think more and more clubs are doing that. They're trying to um, sort of rinse and repeat, if you like, and, and actually draft with... You know, the youth always coming through in every line. So whether you're tall defenders or your big forwards, your ruckman, your your, your mids, your you know your small forwards, there's mm. a, there's a succession plan. Um, look, Hawthorne are interesting because what they tried to do those last two or three years with the Hawks is really top up their list. You know, they brought in players like Amira, they brought in Tom Mitchell from the Swans, they brought in. Uh, Chad Wingard from Port and, and other players as well, where they thought that they could still um, win another flag. I mm. think Clarkson was, after winning, you know, their last flag, which was obviously 2015, so mm. what they win, 14, 15, uh, 13, after losing to the Swans, um, they've continued to try and rejig all the time. Um, and yep. it didn't work. Um, so, but what they've done, as they always do, they've drafted really well and they've recruited really well. I mean, they've got they some, indeed, yeah. they've just got some absolute kids that I that I love. Um, you know, when we're out there again today, there's players on that list that that you wouldn't have considered. You know, I mean, John Newcomb. Um, you know, if you'd asked me last year, uh, I, don't get me wrong, I, I saw some real sparks last year and I mm. wasn't as doomsday about Hawthorne as a lot of people, but if you asked me last year that, that John Newcomb's going to be where he is, you know, that Deal Moore's going to be where he is as a player, they look like they're going to be stars yeah. going forward. Um, they've they've found the big Ruckman, um, big, big Ned, uh, uh, all 211 centimetres of him. He, he's... Oh, that was my first time live seeing him in Hobart when he played your mighty ruse. We're talking mm. about Ned Reeves, of course. He's yes. a, he's an absolute monster. He yeah. he looks he looks it's like dangerous. he could be all worldly going forward. So yep. um, today's gonna be interesting. They brought back some good players, the Hawks. Impey's coming in, Granger Brass, who uh, missed last week and um, but he's back in the team and Sarong has come in. They're gonna miss they're gonna miss CJ. Jath's not playing, he's suspended, of course. No mm. Mitch Lewis. Um yeah, they're, they're, they're a good story. Gold Coast, on the other hand, um, you know, I think they'd be pretty pleased with their year as well. They've won nine. Yeah. They're going to miss finals. They've had probably opportunities to win a couple of close games the last five or six weeks, haven't mm. got it done. Um, but that list is starting to come good. It's really starting to kick, yeah. They bring back Brandon Ellis today, which is super important. Two-time premiership player at Richmond, of course. Um the, I'm you know, so excited to watch Isaac Rankin today, yep. I have to say. Just he's yep. so entertaining. There's a bit of Eddie Betts about the way he entertains the crowd, I think. The, I, I love it. There is. And he, but he, he's got a little bit more. What, he, what he's a little bit different to Eddie is that he's got a little bit more power. Like yep. he's a bit more of a power-based player. He's what he's like, Eddie. He's absolutely electric and he can, mm. he can kick a goal from the top shelf <laughs> that none right. did better. Than Eddie Betts. No. Yeah, I can't wait to see him. My first time seeing him live today. Yeah. It's going to be a thrill to call him. And, and then we, moving forward as the, the season wraps up and this Adelaide offer, mm. which is coming now. I mean, that's uh, that sounds significant. Four, mm-hmm. to, four million to 4.5 million over five years. Yeah. Um, 
you is, you know, what what yeah. do what do the Gold Coast do? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel like they've got a mm. they've got to stump this one up somehow. I, I think they need to find a way to get it done. Yeah. We'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, we'll go to a short break now and then we'll unpack uh, the rest of this round, our predictions and an injury update for HCI Healthcare Insurance for Easy Health Insurance. Say hi to HCI. We'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 Inching closer to 10 o'clock this morning. Holly Fowler and David Lithgow here with you this morning. Now, round 21, OK? It's, it's hard to believe that this is the third last round before finals. Got two more after this now. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so uh, to the next game, Giants and Essendon today. Uh, it's going to be at, at Giants Stadium. Uh, who do you think will get will get that done, Flash? I, look, I, I just think that, that the Giants have almost checked out. Um, mm. Look, a really tough year for them. Um, yeah. And, of course, the query with them now is they've got so many... Um, question marks over star players. We know, that, know about Tim Taranto's situation. He looks like he might be gone. Jacob Hopper. Um, it seems like whether it's Richmond or Geelong, they're courting him as well. Mm. Um, they haven't looked like uh, competing of the last month or so. Mm. Essendon, on the other hand, have uh, they've had a pretty good five or six weeks, haven't they? But uh, overall, still a very disappointing year. I, Essendon's a funny one because, you know, they've done this many occasions. They've flashed late in the season and, mm. um, you know, either snuck in the finals or what have you and then promised so much and delivered so little. They haven't won a final in the best part of two decades. Yeah. So, I, look, they, 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 will be, they will be pleased how they're going at the moment. Um, they mm. should have beaten Collingwood last week. This yeah. week they bring back pa- Parrish and McGrath. Caldwell's out, so he, he's a bit of a loss, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jai Menzi will be... He, he was the Medi sub last week. I think he's going to be the sub again this week, and that was terrific, the young Tasmanian. He put a yep. really good performance in, and um, now they'll be winning. It is a giant stadium, but uh, I think Essendon will get the job done quite handsomely. Yeah, I would agree. I've tipped Essendon uh, this week. Then we've got our Bulldogs and Freo at Marvel um, this afternoon. What are you thinking there? Well, that's just got implications now, hasn't it? Like the dogs, now this is it. Um, they, yeah. If they've yep. got any um, ambition of playing finals, they must, they must win, today. win today. There's no yep. two ways about it. But Fremantle, on the other hand, well, this is, this is desperate for them as well. I mean, they could find themselves... Look, I don't think they're going to miss finals, um, but they're just slipping away a bit. They were yeah. absolutely spanked by Melbourne in the wet last week, yeah. and um, yeah, oh, that's a that's that's a really really tough game. Oh, I think the Dogs, just being at home, um, will probably get that done. But again, Dockers, that that's that's critical for them to mm. to get a result as well. So that that's that's a game today that I'm absolutely fascinated in. But mm. like we talk about Holly every round. 
This year's been awesome. There's so many... Um, Has been, yeah. So many even games, so many even teams. And as we're getting towards the back end, the implications uh, on wins and losses now are massive. Mm, mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, we've got Geelong and the Saints after that. I mean, the, the, the Cats are absolutely on fire at the moment. Huge. Uh, I, I don't think there's much doubt that they'll get it done there. Uh, oh, well, yeah, sure. And then think? I'll probably agree with you, but St Kilda... <laughs> <laughs> They've got to win too. They're yeah, trying to play finals. Um, now, the I problem don't love is. It's, their chances. No, probably not. Down at Geelong, um, it'd take a special performance. And St Kilda probably haven't played at a level at, at the really top end, which suggests that they probably can win these games. But mm-hmm. um, the Cats will want to, you know, winning again today is getting closer to them, uh, yeah. shoring up the top spot. I think yep. you're right. I think the Cats get it done. Um, but again, St Kilda was so much to play for. Mm, absolutely. Joel Selwood uh, is out today, managed, and Gary Rowan um, is injured as well. It's interesting, Joel uh, being managed. We'll see what happens there. Uh, then Richmond and Port Adelaide um, at Adelaide Oval. What do you think? And another monster game yep. everywhere we turn. Um, yeah. Port Adelaide season's done now. They're not going to play any finals. They haven't quite managed to get the business done at the right times no. at recent times. Richmond um, gallant last week. What a win it was against yeah, the Lions. They they want that spot in the eight and they're eyeing off St Kilda's spot. I don't think they'll let that slip. Still no Justin Martin. Mm, no. Um, but they, yeah, Richmond Richmond will, will win that even though Port Adelaide going as favourites. Mm, yep. Okay. Richmond you reckon? That's interesting. Yep. I had Port. We'll see. Yeah, well, don't worry. About it. I'm, we'll a, I'm a horrible tipper, so you'll, you'll probably be right. Um, you're trying to work out what, you know, it's important for Richmond to get that one yeah, done. Yeah, it is very important, uh, very much so. Sunday, uh, North and Sydney Swans, uh, our team's up against each other. I don't uh, I don't see that being uh, a difficult one for, for the Swans. Great news with the North <laughs> camp, and I wish you'd, I wish almost they'd played him in the seniors with Ben Cunnington yeah. returning. Albeit right via the VFL. He's not playing the seniors this week. But uh, no, Holly, I'm sorry. I think <laughs> Sydney will win this by 1,000 points, yeah, actually. Yeah, I think they could right. um, go on an absolute rampage. Um, some good players back for the, the Roos. Calls back, and he's, he's been good. Paul Curtis, I like. Aaron Hall and Lockie Young. Um, and for the Swans, Logan McDonald returns. He's in. He's, the Swans have got an interesting dilemma there at the moment where you've got... Um, the tall timber in a Marty, Logan McDonald and even Big Hayden McLean trying to play for that one spot because Sam Reid, the veteran, has been awesome for the Swans. Mm. Um, They've got no injuries and that's why I feel a bit extra bullish about the Swans maybe because they've got themselves in a position where you look at their injury list and everyone's great. So you're playing for for spots at Mm. the moment. Every club's playing for spots but the pressure at the Sydney, because again, no one's hurt, um, is extensive, and, and they need the percentage. So, sadly for you, I think they will spank the mighty Roos. Yes, I I would agree. Now, the last two games of the round, and I've I've had a text come in, another quote about um, Bryce Gibbs as well. So we'll get these out of the way and, yes. and get this quote out. But uh, Lions, Carlton, what do you think at the G? Well. Um, 
Jeepers. Yeah, when you say the G, we mean the Gabba. It yes. actually says Sorry. there. It, no, I, I know why you did that because it says in the thing, oh, it says the G. Gabba. It's Sorry, actually, at home, Lions. Lions n- home. No, but it says the G, so I know why it you It gets confused. Yeah, it does. right at the front it does. there. It does. Um, blues, you know, can they stop the rot? Yeah. Uh, can they reverse their fortunes? I've got a feeling that Carlton are going to be really competitive in this game, but Brisbane at home, a different... Uh, proposition. Daniel Rich is back in, which is always a good thing in terms of his running carry and his extra mileage with his beautiful left leg. Mm. The Blues bring back Paddy Dow. He gets a chance. Marchbank's back in again, which is awesome. You know, we know of his talent. Um, he hasn't been able to get on the park. Jack Martin and Nunes back in. They've omitted uh, young Corey Durden. Nick Newman, Kennedy are injured. And then Pitney, they're going to manage him. Uh, Lockie Plowman finds his way of the team. I, 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 I'm, I almost want to tip the Blues, but I think I tipped the Blues. Did you? Yep. Well, I'll go the other way. I think the okay. Lions, but I think it'll be a very, very tight game. Massive game for both teams. Mm, yep. And then, uh, and the last game of the round, of course, West Coast and Adelaide at Optus Stadium. Um, mm, well, what do you think? Well, uh, the thing with it is, is that. I'm really glad, like last week, West Coast, they tried so hard to win that game against Gold Coast and fell just short. Yeah. But as we look at, you know, the final implications, I don't know that West Coast want to win uh, another game. Um, there's still, it's still very much alive between them and Kangaroos who get that coveted uh, number one spot mm. on the on the batting order in terms of the draft at the end of this year. Maybe... Maybe look, Kangaroos' percentages is much worse than West Coast, and they'll, they'll probably get hammered in North Melbourne by the Swans. So yeah. maybe West Coast aren't thinking about that, and because on form, and the reason I say that they were pretty good last week. Mm. So um, Adelaide have been better. Terrific victory last week. They've won six games. Their young list is good. Yeah. Um, if you'd asked me last week, I would have said the Crows will get it done. I've I've got a feeling actually West Coast might um, might win that one and that'll be their third win of the year but you know when you're talking about jockeying for like for finishing bottom and getting the number one pick and stuff I've never thought it works you play to win you, you try to get another win into the young kids to build confidence for next year and yeah, I've got the Eagles in a tight one. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, that is round 21, third last round yes. of the season. It's uh, it's wrapping up quickly. It is. Um, I always get a bit sad towards the end of the season because you like when that break happens between seasons, I'm like, oh, I really miss sitting down and watching the Definitely. footy. So I've got to make the most of these last uh, last few rounds of the footy before we head into finals we fever do. in September. Uh, we'll go to a short break now. In the last 10 minutes of the show, we're just going to unpack some of these comments that are coming out. Obviously, Bryce Gibbs chatting on air on Saturdays um, in SA about his experience with uh, the infamous uh, pre-season Adelaide Crows camp. So we'll chat about this after the break. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 555. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. 
Holly Fowler and David Lithgow here with you this morning, inching closer to 10 a.m. Before we get out of here, there are um, more and more comments uh, coming out about uh, Bryce Gibbs' experience. Obviously, he's on uh, Saturdays in SA. Um, he's, he's come out now saying, I regret not standing up more at the time to support the younger guys. Uh, he, he spoke about it. He goes on to suggest it, it contributed at least in part to the end of his career at the Crows. Um, mm, fallout continues, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. It's, uh, it's ever developing this story more and more people um, from the Crows coming out and, and talking about their experiences, which I think is a, is a good thing. The, the truth needs to be told. And um, he, yeah, he, he spoke he's on SEN now in SA. He said, We were brainwashed into a state of mind not to stop, and it ended careers. So, God, it's a, it's a harrowing story, really. Um, I'll be interested to see more more as uh, as Bryce continues on on Saturday's NSA. I tell you what, just as we find a little bit of positivity about the footy this morning, um, really interesting round the TSL uh, today. Mm. Um, won't be something we'll be watching. We'll be very much focused uh, at York Park yeah. um, on Gold Coast and the Mighty Hawks. Mm. The games this weekend: North Hobart are playing North Launceston. Yep. Um, North Hobart are being, you know, a little disappointing North Lonnie sort of have really almost feel like they're coming to the end of what's been a great year and um hang on I've made that mistake North Hobart are playing Lauderdale sorry there's two bombers you, you yep. always get I get rattled here all the time with North Launceston <laughs> so they're playing Lauderdale North Lonnie yep. got the bye gotcha. um Lauderdale are eight and eight mm-hmm. so they're in fourth yep North Launceston have got the bye are seven and nine yep um I think a win here to Lauderdale pretty much locks them in. Okay. They're, they're going to play finals. Um, Gnorky are playing the Monty Tigers. Gnorky have had a... It's been an awful year for them on the field. Um, a real learning year. Um, Kingborough are, are flying. Uh, they're going to finish in second spot. Um, well done to them. They're travelling really well. Mm. And then Clarence at home. Yep. Um that's a good game. I mean, it's clearly the game of the round. They're playing Launceston. Lonnie have only lost the once this year, as we know. Yep. Clarence are going well. They've got some really good youth uh, at 10 and 6. That's that's the one we'll keep our eye on. And, of course, the Northern Bombers, not the Lauderdale Bombers, um, North Launceston with uh, the bye. Now, good news for us today in the box. We've got no Matty Capuano. Um, he's not with us today, but we do have Bradley Cox Goodyear who'll awesome. be doing the special comments with him. What a star he's been. Um, five-time premiership player, captain at North Lonnie. Multiple, mm-hmm. um, multiple, multiple best and fairest. The club, of course, he's, uh, I think, captain Tasmania as well. He's won the, the, the Tassie medal. He, he is... Quite the resume. Yeah, he's as decorated, you know, um, as it comes with local food. So it's been great to have Brad uh, with us today. Yeah. Talking all, giving all his knowledge, especially being at... Um, York Park, where he's so you know synonymous, played so much footy there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good day. And what's happened with your 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 partner, P City's mate, we, Oscar? Yeah, so um, I'm I don't really follow the F1 too much, no. but I've been following this story because it's been a bit yes <laughs> controversial, and it's there's lots of comments out there. Anyway, um, Oscar Piastri is going to replace Daniel Ricciardo at McLaren in 2023. Yes. Um, which is which is a bit of a bombshell news, I guess, for F1 um, fans, and Ricardo is going to be replaced. So, and, and the reason we mention that, of course, is because young Oscar spent so much time in Tasmania yeah. um, in his youth, mm. so he's very much an honorary Tasmanian. Yep. 
Um, we'll claim him. We'll claim him. We're, we're, not, we're pretty cheap. We're, we're, not, we're, not, it's not we're hard. happy with that. <laughs> and, and look, he, it's interesting. He's, he's obviously replacing Danny Ricardo, And, you know, it, it's, gosh, it's, it's getting to a point now where the Ricardo situation is a bit disappointing because mm. it does feel like that he has been a little bit unfulfilled in terms of his talent, you know. Um, anyway, that's, that's, that's professional sport. You, mm. you, you get found out at the top, don't you? Yep. We'll wait and see what happens with that. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I really feel like I should get around the F1 now, um, just following this story and, um, and Oscar and how unbelievable he's been. That kind of makes me excited to yep. follow it. Yep. Anyway. But uh, it's, been a, it's been a big morning of sport. Lots of ups Oof. and downs this week, I yes. feel. And just um, I'm going to be yeah, interested to see more of Bryce Gibbs' comments um, yeah, coming out this tuned, morning out of SA. That's, a, that's a, a, real, a real stay tuned to see what happens. But how lucky are we here at SEN to have um, oh. talent like Bryce and, and Josh and, um, you know, on the airwaves Amazing. with us to break this, this news sort of as it happens. Um, very it's awesome. Lu- very, very lucky indeed. But it's it's been fun having you here it's on the on the show. Obviously, Jeevesy um, uh, couldn't make it here this morning, but so glad to have to have you on. So we did a bit of a switcheroo. And you had Jeevesy yesterday. We did. We had Jeevesy yesterday. He's going well. Um, commitment today with his kids, as we know. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you out at the footy. Yep, I'm going to be uh, quite uh, quite cold on the boundary, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> you, well, I told not- you weeks ago when you went to North Melbourne, you, and I said. You, you need just need to rug up, girl. You've got, you got to get some stuff <laughs> I there. I've got my big coat on today. I'm ready to brave the cold well, out when, on the boundary. Well, when the sun drops at Bill Reeve, oh, um, it gets it absolutely gets really, ice really cold. And I can tell you at York Park again, it's a bit the same. It is good to have the early game, to have a 145 game. We get a little bit more sun. But as we mentioned earlier, the day today is absolutely glorious. There's no wind. Uh, there's hardly any clouds out here at Longford and... We're only down the road from York Park, so I imagine yeah. it'll be pretty similar down there. I hope we have um, I hope we have a good crowd today. Hope there's there's lots of loud supporters. I, I, I absolutely cannot wait to see if we get our own Tassie team because I just obviously the numbers last round when we were there, um, you were commentating weren't too bad, but the crowds are dying out a little bit, and I just can't wait for some excitement back in the state around the, around the footy and, and real big crowds coming. Looking forward to, I'll coming catch you to out watch there, it. We'll see you there. Now that is Saturdays in Tassie wrapping up. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been uh, it's been an absolute pleasure here up in Longford. Holly Fowler and David Lithgow will get out of here now. And uh, thank you very, very much for joining us.